Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Oh, shit. Shit. Yeah. Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports. Dan, how are you? I'm well. I'm living the dream out here in sunny Texas. God, you know what I love about your voice is you you literally could be getting a blowjob or or you've just murdered someone. Like there is no yeah, in between. There's definitely uh, a real sociopath vibe to it. <laughs> which I've I've worked my entire life to cultivate, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, no, I look, I I, I love all of it. Um this is we're finally I feel like we're we're finally starting. Like the show is finally starting. The Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show. Why is that, you ask? Um, we have been working on a deal with a, a sports betting company for months and months and months. Uh, finally agreed to the terms. And the terms were wild. Like some of the shit that we asked for um, was, was a little out there. They agreed. And uh, we're, we are moving forward. Our, our main sponsor, our chief sponsor for the show is MyBookie.com. You're goddamn right. It's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot com. Why is this massive? Um, all along the last two or three years, you know, Matt, I, Jared, Dan, uh, we've talked shit about sports teams or fights uh, or, or just simple shit like fucking bow hunting. Now we have a place to gamble and bet on it. Um, football season is right around the corner. Preseason football starts tomorrow night. And we, we signed up with mybookie.com for the specific reason of we wanted drinking bros to be able to, to, to gamble along with us. What, what Dan and I are going to do week in and week out is give you uh, the spreads for not only the NFL, but college football, uh, NHL, um, su- Super Bowl predictions. I mean, shit, Dan, today we're going to give our way too early Super Bowl predictions, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to look into it. I mean, obviously, it's a little early. Preseason hasn't started yet, and we'll, there'll be some big injuries, you know. Yeah, uh, there there, look, are. injuries withstanding, it's nice, though, to come out of the gates uh, August 1st with a, with a big, fat Super Bowl prediction. Because uh, that way, look, if I, if I do get this right, I am, I am the true Rostradamus. Um, but with, through mybookie.com, there's a promo code of Drinking Bros., uh, and you might say, oh, do I get like 20% off or whatever, like the other products? No. Whatever money you put in, they'll match up to $4,000. So let's say you want to bet through, along through the whole season with us. If you put in $4,000, you're going to get an extra $4,000 to bet with, which is fucking insanity. Um, and when yeah, you go, anytime you can play with house money, that's always a good thing, right? It's crazy. I, I, to be honest, man, like that was when we were in these meetings with these guys, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? So you're just going to give them another, and they were like, yeah, 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 we'll match it up to $4,000. And I was like, all right, cool. I want to see that on the website. And, uh, you know, they built the website. I, I, t- I tested it out yesterday, and sure enough, it was fucking real. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Um, so, yeah, it, the first time you go on there, they're going to match whatever you put in. And, again, it's up to $4,000. I, I can't believe they're doing it. Um, when you check out or, or sign up, you use the promo code DRINKINGBROS. And, uh, and they'll match whatever you're putting in up to four grand. Uh, with that being said, um, they're going to ask you for your, your name and your email and your phone number. Uh, so that way you could play along on your mobile phone. Because I was like, yo, what, what the fuck do you need my phone number for? It was simply for the fact of it, that way you can gamble on your mobile device. 
I, I didn't know this, Dan, and you can explain this better to the audience than I can. In marketing and social media and all that stuff nowadays, like, isn't it something like 80% of people just use mobile? Yeah, it's quite a bit, actually. Um, depends on the industry, but something somewhere between 70 and 90%, depending on the type of industry you're in. So for something like this that's digital, I would guess that they're probably closer to 85 plus percent is going to happen. On, I mean, I'm just thinking about the way I'm going to use this site, the way I'm going to play fantasy football this year. It's not going to be on my desktop. It's going to be on my phone. Yeah. So. Same here. And like, um, I, I you know, it, it's changing so quickly. And I know one of the big reasons they did this is, you know, not only is sports gambling legal now in all 50 states, um, but uh, the Raiders were, were, are coming to Vegas, uh, what, next year, the year after, and uh, they want people to be able to bet from their seats at the game. Um, this yeah. is what MyBookie.com wants you to do, too. So if you're going to a game, college, pro, whatever it is, you can go to MyBookie.com on your, on, on your phone, bet, and uh, again, if you use the promo code Drinking Bros, they will match anything you put in on your first time up to $4,000, which is fucking insanity. The other thing that was absolute fucking insanity to me about mybookie.com is I talk enough shit about Ohio State and and kind of the reason why a lot of this started was everybody was betting me on social media on every single Ohio State game. Um, and, you know, we play teams from around the nation. So either somebody went there, somebody lived there, somebody was a fan of theirs and they wanted to bet me. And I was betting, you know, shit like uh, a signed Daniel Day-Lewis photo or, uh, I, dude, I won a signed Urban Meyer photo last year, which is maybe the greatest thing I've ever won. And uh, mybookie.com has allowed me to be the bank of Ohio State. So if you bet against Ohio State, you are literally betting against me. And I know what you might say, Ross, that's really fucking crazy. I, no, it's not. I think Ohio State's going to have an unbelievable team this year and good fucking luck. So if you want to bet against me this year, we're not doing it through, you know, goofy fucking tricks anymore. Whatever you're betting on mybookie.com, you're betting against me and you're betting against Ohio State and I'm backing it, not them. So let's fucking rage. That's how confident I am in my team this year. No one has ever done this to my knowledge. Um, None, no one I've ever heard of. And speaking of that, uh, we're going to be uh, at the Ohio State game, BTCU. What's that, September 15th Correct. in Dallas? Yep. So Dan and I will be throughout the fall uh, coming to the biggest games near you. We will not, not only want to party with you and tailgate with you, but uh, we're going to be doing live shows uh, from the stadiums themselves. Our first trip is to uh, Philadelphia for the Philadelphia Eagles-Atlanta Falcons. It's the season opener. It is the, uh, the champions flag game is what I like to call it because they're raising the flag there. And uh, there's a championship celebration before the game starts. That will be our, right. our, uh, our, our first game. And then, yeah. And they, it's Philly, too. So there's like a 90 to 92% chance that they'll just burn the entire stadium down in celebration. <laughs> and, and we'll be in it. So we might not last yeah. after that, that game. Uh, and then yeah, we'll September, see how it goes. Yeah. And then September 15th, uh, we'll be at the Ohio State TCU game, which is in Jerry World. It's an 8 o'clock game. That's the primetime game. That is a Saturday night, night game of the week. And then the night after, we will be going to the Sunday night NFL game of the week, the Dallas Cowboys uh, against the New York Giants. Uh, super New stoked York about that. Giants. Yeah. Yeah, that should be a great game. Actually, both of those games should be great, uh, providing there are no major injuries to either one of those teams. Those should, those should both be really good games. 
Yeah, I mean, look, the Giants had everybody and their mother injured last year, and they were terrible. But uh, they got Saquon Barkley this year, and they're they're looking good. I'm I'm amped to see him in person. Uh, but we got yeah. a couple other sponsors who uh, who also pay for the show to be on the air. Uh, first, you know, at the top is obviously mybookie.com. Again, promo code Drinking Bros. They'll match any dollar amount you put in up to four thousand dollars. Nobody's offering that. Uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com. Um, it's a premium roast to order coffee. They make that fresh in-house bag it up, ship it out to you. Uh, join, join the coffee club of the month program. That's, that's probably the jam, isn't it, Dan? It absolutely is. I mean, uh, you can, we, we designed the coffee club to, to match what we as coffee drinkers wanted, right? So you get exclusive discounts on stuff, early access to content that we create. And you also save on shipping. There's free shipping. Uh, so you, you typically save about 20% a month. Uh, on your order which is a you know it's a good chunk so it's a good chunk and it's cheaper than costco um it's 100 percent veteran owned go to blackriflecoffee.com use the promo code sports for 20 percent off that's a one-time use promo code sports you're welcome we finally got a new promo code out of, out of brcc i know right uh, I mean, i'm amped about that uh yeah, and then we, look we're only doing three sponsors for this show um we might add one more uh soon but that'll be up to dan and uh, the last one is ghostbed.com. Whoo, how we love the motherfucking ghost bed. I've got two of them in my house. Uh, ghostbed.com. Yeah. Uh, look, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is where you're going to get all your fucking deals. Um, and they're exclusive to drinking bros. So when you go there, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, um, it'll take you to a homepage that'll give you deals that nobody else is getting. Right now, their bundle deals are offering $400 off. Um, they got that uh, Craftmatic adjustable base. Uh, they got a, a cooling mattress. They got sheets now, cooling sheets. Uh, their mattresses are second to none, and their pillows are first and foremost in my goddamn heart. I love those fucking things. Um, All their products are great, and they're always pushing new stuff, too. They're not one of those companies that, I mean, they've always had good products. They've been uh, on the show for a while now because how, we, we, I think everybody in the company owns, uh, owns one now. So, uh not only do they have great products, but they continue to, to make new stuff. So it's really exciting. Yeah, man. And it's like, uh, you know, those Craftmatic adjustables, dude, they got USB ports and all that shit. Um, and a fucking flashlight. Like, they're doing it right over there at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And as always, you can use the promo code drinking bros uh, at ghostbed.com. We're going to hop into the show. We're going over the NFL uh, this show. We're going to go over all 30 teams, uh, talk about, some a little a little uh predictions a little way too early super bowl guesses and then at the end of the show we get a real special guest since uh, our first big game is uh, at philadelphia where the world champion philadelphia eagles are taking on my beloved atlanta falcons we've got fletcher cox the the beast uh one of the best defensive players in the nfl just signed a big boy deal um, yeah, what, he got some money. Jesus. They backed up the truck for him. I think he got, what, what $65 million guaranteed or something like that? Yeah, he got uh, plenty of money. Let's Whew. just say that. He's great. He's going to be all right. Yeah, he look, he's, he's one of the best uh, uh, defensive players in the NFL. I get it. I fucking get it. Um, so congratulations to Fletcher. Cool guy. And, uh, yeah, at, at the end of the show, you'll get, to, you'll get to hear him. Dan, let's hop into this here. Um who who is who's some sexy teams that you're looking at this year? Well, you know, um, it's interesting. 
the the first team that comes to mind is the Rams because I feel like they kind of got overlooked last year. I mean, even though they went eleven and five, um, you know they have a young quarterback in Goff, but he had a great season last year. Um, yeah, he and, was fa- he was fantastic. I over I look I slept on the Rams all year long as well. Um, I ended up picking up Robert Woods maybe week four for my fantasy football team, and that guy torched it. Uh, and then the winner of our league had Todd Gurley. So you, you have Todd Gurley, uh, Robert Woods, and now they just a- added uh, Braden Cooks to their team. That's a yep. fucking squad, let alone the defense, man. Um, I don't know what's happening with, with Aaron Donald's contract, but uh, I'm sure they'll get that resolved. But then they added like 54 fucking defensive superstars from around the league. The, the Rams are, are the sexiest pick, I think, of the year for uh for super bowl winners that's 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 what i've been hearing through the interwebs what about you yeah i agree with that i think there's some other teams that have i mean the the afc has been um i I feel like they catch a lot of the focus these days it's kind of like the western conference in the nba they just uh, for whatever reason those teams are typically more exciting but there's some legit teams in the nfc this year i mean the rams the vikings uh you know we'll see with breeze and the saints I'm not sold on that. That, that uh, look, and, I, I, and I also, well. I, I don't want to sleep on the Falcons either. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, even though they are they are my my fucking home team and my homer pick. Yeah, here come the homer quotes. Here we exactly. Go. Tell, I, tell look, us, tell us about Calvin Ridley. I I, I will, and I'm going to be honest about. Look, I'm always honest about my teams, uh, regardless of if I think they're great or not. I think the 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 Falcons have the potential to be great and win the Super Bowl. But it is all up to our offensive coordinator. Obviously, when we were up 28-3 over the Patriots, I was at the game. I was convinced we were world champions. Um, so were the Patriots fans because they left the fucking stadium and it was just all Falcons fans in the third quarter on. But uh, I, I thought our offensive coordinator, you know, Kyle Shanahan, who's now the, uh, the head coach of the, of the 49ers, uh, he did an awesome job with that team. And then Steve Sarkeesian came in the, ne- the next year and we were shit. Um, we have Julio Jones. We, we just drafted Calvin Ridley to line up against him, Mohamed Sanu. And then we have Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman in the backfield. On paper, that should be the best offense in the NFL, next, you know, probably next to the Rams, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, so, I would say they're probably, on paper, they're pretty parallel, to be honest. Yeah, and if, if they can't figure it out this year, because they've improved their defense as well, and, you know, a lot of them are predicting them to be a top five fantasy defense as well. Then, look, we're fucked and we need to we need to get rid of of Steve Sarkeesian and, and, and get that guy out of here. Because uh, on paper, there is no reason this team shouldn't be the, the best in the NFC uh, there is, uh, let alone the NFC South. Because, you know, the Saints are in that division as well. Uh, you were you were talking about the Saints a second ago. Uh, Alvin Kamara, to me, is arguably the most exciting player. In the NFC, uh, I I love watching that fucking guy play. Uh, yeah, he's legit. I mean, it's it's one thing to put up good stats, but it's another thing to uh, you know be an exciting player. And and he's uh he didn't. I don't think he's rushed for a thousand yards in his career yet, right? Well, but, he was a rookie last year. Um, rookie, yeah. you know, one rookie of the year, and uh, he's backed up by uh, Ingram out of uh, Alabama. Um, you know, Heisman Trophy winner, all that stuff. Ingram is out, though, for the first, uh, I believe it's, it's four games for a little PED use, a little drug use. Yep. Um, yep. So it's going to be the Alvin Kamara show there. 
Drew Brees is Drew Brees. He's always solid. He puts up great numbers. Um, he doesn't have uh, Jimmy Graham this year, and uh, you know I'm not real keen on his receivers. But from what I, I hear, they're going to be more of a running team again uh, this year, the same way as they were last year. But I, look, you know, fantasy wise, Brees is always putting up 300. I wouldn't count them out of the Super Bowl. Um, I, I look that NFC South to me is pretty loaded. I, I, I like the Saints. I like the Falcons. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. If Cam Newton and those rookies that were, you know, yeah. uh, if if they come together, they I think they could have a big year as well. What do you think? I'm looking I'm looking for a big season out of McCaffrey to be honest. I think Same. he got his feet wet a little bit, um, but uh, you know he's that dude is he's got some skills and he's kind of a kind of a beef castle too. So I'm kind of curious to see what he's going to do this year. Obviously. In Carolina, it begins and ends with what Cam Newton does. He's the leader of that team. So if he's on one of his kicks where he's, you know, uh, I don't know what it is that gets into his head sometimes, but if he's playing well and playing confidently, I think that kind of translates to the rest of the team. And uh, we'll see, right? Yeah, you know, Cam Newton's one of those interesting players where it's just like, is it is it mental for him or is it physical? I can never tell if 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 he has some nagging injury that we don't know about, um, or if it's a psychological thing, where you know sometimes his passes are off. I don't know because he runs so much, and any running quarterback in the NFL, to me, gets too many nicks and bruises. Where it's like you know they'll hide that on the injury report, so you don't really know what's going on with them. Uh, whereas, look, if something's wrong with Tom Brady. You know it's either his arm or his fucking shoulder because that guy's not running any goddamn place. Right. Um, no, he lays down, which it, he should. I mean, that's – He should. It, it, the position's yeah. too important. And especially, you know, you take a team like Carolina with uh, Curtis Samuel and McCaffrey, you have plenty of options for either dump, you know, check down passes or fucking handoffs, even options um, that, you know, you shouldn't be running the ball that much if you're Cam Newton and they should be protecting the quarterback. Uh, I would love to see them pick up Des Bryant to to really solidify that team, but Des is having a hard time getting picked up these days, and I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. But to me, the Carolina Panthers would be a really good fit for Des Bryant. Um, and then, yeah, the- I, I to me to me, I think Des is waiting for training camp. Uh, or I'm sorry, he's waiting for the preseason for some injuries to happen, so his bargaining position is a little higher. Which is a good move for him. Yeah, I mean, look, he, the the best move would have been if he signed that multi-year deal for eighteen million with uh, the 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 Ravens. Yeah. But he turned yeah. that down. Didn't want that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it. it that, what does that tell you, though? What are you thinking because of that? Is he trying to look for a Super Bowl quality team and take less money? Because that's kind of the feeling I got from that move. The, the the feeling I got from that move was he wanted a bigger payday than than eighteen million, and he wanted a long term deal, and said, "Hey, I want to play one year on my own." prove myself and then go for the monster deal that everybody else is getting um which he may or may not deserve there were years in dallas where i thought that he deserved that money and you know he 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 got it but but he ultimately got cut uh but he also got cut around the time that dak prescott was there and i'm not sold on dak prescott as a a multi-year starter um as a quarterback in the nfl at all um, I thought last year some of his, his balls were way off, uh, whereas, you know, first year he looked amazing. Now, was that Ezekiel Elliott? Because Ezekiel Elliott played a, a full season, and, you know, last year was a, a goddamn mess with that Ezekiel Elliott situation, um, you know, having yeah. a suspension of six games that late into the year. 
What was it truly Ezekiel Elliott or was it Dak Prescott? I don't know, but this year will be a, a, a great telltale sign because you're going to see the, both of them healthy, both of them playing a full season uh, potentially. And uh, if he has a bad year this year, the, the Cowboys are, are quick to, to fucking pull the string on that. And, uh, you know, they might be drafting another quarterback next year, but we'll see. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see that. I mean, the, the good thing about Prescott, his first year, is he never threw interceptions. I think he only threw four or five interceptions all year. Um, yeah. And last year, I think he tripled his interception uh, count, which is not – that's never a good sign. Um, again, never, part of it might be having more pressure on him because the run game got, got shut down late in the season, but still, he threw some wobblers. Uh, and to me, those kind of passes are more bad decision-making than they are pressure. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I uh, you know, he's going to have problems without, not only does he not have Des Bryant, I don't know who his receivers are this year. It's Cole Beasley. There's always that one weird white guy who plays for the Cowboys every year that's like a slot yeah. receiver that ends up like, Scoring two touchdowns, you know, every fifth they have, game. Uh, they have Terrence Williams. Uh, he's a wide out, but he only had like, I mean, he had like 53 catches last year, but zero touchdowns, right? So that to me, I look at people who get the ball in the end zone, like all that. that that's why I, I really like uh, slot receivers. Um, I think they're undervalued. Those guys that you're not going to, they may never put up a thousand yard or a hundred catch season in their entire career, but you always see them with seven, eight, 10, 12 touchdowns. You know what I mean? Those are yeah. the guys that I like. Muhammad Sanu is, is, a, is a great example yeah, out exactly. of Atlanta. Yep. He, he's great, but uh, I don't know who the, the, the wide receivers are for Dallas this year. And if you're going to lean on, you know, Dak with, with zero superstar receivers and just Ezekiel Elliott, opposing defenses are going to stack the box. And, and try to shut down Elliott and force Dak to throw. Uh, not only that, but Jason Witten retired this year. Yeah, Witten retired, and the the guy that's coming behind him has nine career receptions. So um, we'll see how that goes. I mean, you know, the NFL is the NFL. Sometimes just getting out on the field every day turns a guy into a superstar that you never thought would be. So anything can happen, and the Cowboys have been pretty good about scouting talent over the years, but I don't see it from them this year. I, I, just don't I, I don't either. Do I, I don't either, and, you know, they're playing in the division with the Philadelphia Eagles, and, you know, the Eagles, to me, look every bit as, as great as they did last year, except for, you know, they'll probably have a, a healthy Carson Wentz for the playoff stretch, and I don't, I don't see anything stopping them. That, that guy, to me, is a, an absolute superstar. I, I brought this up to, to Fletcher Cox, and you'll hear it in the interview, but... Um, uh, to me, Carson Wentz is, I mean, that guy is in it. Like, it seems like he's been playing for 10 years already. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a smart guy. He really is. He knows, he knows what he's doing behind center. He doesn't get agitated. He's good in the pocket. He feels pressure very well. And he, and he, he hits guys, that, like what we were talking about before with the wobbly balls from uh, Prescott. You don't see that from Wentz very often. No, and to me, there's nothing stopping them from winning this division. Uh, on mybookie.com, they're, they're, they're the favorites uh, to get out of the NFC to go to the Super Bowl again. Um, and I, look, there's no surprise on this end for that. Their, their defense is all back. Their lights out. And, uh, you know, Carson Well, they've Wentz, also they made some additions to their defense, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. At least one I, big one. It, dude, they, they keep loading up, man. Uh, the, the Eagles were not satisfied with one Super Bowl. That's what I loved no, about their offseason. Yeah, I mean, they brought in Michael Bennett, who's uh, he's been a lightning rod 
a little bit. I mean, not too bad. Guy, a guy's bit, a fucking asshole. Days. I'll say that out loud. But so, yeah, yeah. He, he for sure is. But he also had eight and a half sacks last year, and they're adding that to what is arguably the, you know, one of the top three defenses in the league. So yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be pretty interesting to see how that all works. Michael out. Bennett and Fletcher Cox lining up together. Good yeah. luck. Um, boy, yep. that's that's gonna be a tough squad. And like, it wouldn't surprise me to see them go back to the Super Bowl. Uh, rounding out the NFC East, we got uh, the Washington Redskins. Uh, the, the Redskins, I, I think, could have a sneaky, sneaky little playoff run this year. I, I, I think they could absolutely get into the playoffs. Now that Alex Smith is their quarterback, he's just a guy that is fucking on it, man. I mean, he his completion percentage is uh, is super high. It, look, it's never sexy with Alex Smith. He's not going to throw a sixty yard bomb, and you're going to be like, oh my god, it's amazing. Um, he'll dink and dunk you to death, but that guy is efficient. And to me, like the Redskins have a, have a pretty, a pretty good team already, uh, with a a quarterback that's pretty efficient. And look, same with Kirk cousins for all these years, he, he virtually got them to the playoffs every year. So I, I think Alex Smith could possibly do the same. I think this is a, you know, a nine and seven team probably on the cusp and, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't underestimate him in, in that running game they have there. Well, I mean, he just came off the best year of his career, too. His, uh, the highest rating of his career, most touchdowns, uh, most yards, I believe, as well. So, And he's 34, which is kind of interesting. I don't know if that's a, a – he had some injury issues earlier in his career and then, you know, um, playing for the 49ers, moving to the Chiefs. Sometimes there's a little lag time on catching back up with the system. But – Last year, he had the best year of his career by far. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Yeah, he's a smart quarterback. He makes smart decisions. And uh, again, I look. I see this as a nine and seventeen, maybe able to sneak into the playoffs. But uh, I, I don't see them them taking out the Eagles in the NFC East division. Rounding out that division is the New York Giants. They have the the the, the player that I'm most excited uh, to see play this year, uh, rookie wise, in, in Saquon Barkley. Um, we played, he, he played for Ohio State, and I say we as if I'm a member of, of the Ohio State football team. Um, look, we played against Saquon Barkley. That guy is the fucking truth. I, I, I've seen, you know, 80 of his college games, and he is an absolute beast and worth the hype. Uh, will it be enough with him, Eli Manning, and, uh, and Odell Beckham Jr.? We'll see. But it's going to be he's going to be fun to watch and i'm excited to see him cuz he's also great at catch catching you know out of the backfield so saquon barkley is my is my choice for rookie of the year and uh i'll be excited to watch some giants games yeah i think that um you know they got brandon marshall too they picked him up which uh he, he's had down years but i actually um, he they they cut him this year and he signed with oh, the, they cut him. yeah they they he signed with the seattle seahawks Look, Marshall's 34 at this point. I think he's yeah. towards the end of it. Um, but uh, they got a tight end that's great there. I'm, I'm blanking on his fucking name. But, uh, Ingram. Yeah. Uh, in- Ingram had a great year last year. I-, I think he could be a superstar in this league. And, you know, I think with Odell Beckham Jr., Saquon Barkley, uh, they, they, they could be a, a sleeper team for the playoffs as well. Um, that- they're one of the most uh, attractive picks in Vegas to uh, – to, to go to the Super Bowl, um, I, I believe the odds are like, fuck, man, 15 to 1 or something like that, 20 to 1. Um, so it, it's uh, anything is possible, in particular with, with the Giants. The two years they won the Super Bowl, I didn't think they would win the Super Bowl. 
No, hell no. Absolutely not. And I, I'm i not a huge... Like, Eli Manning's career QBR is 80, 80 like 80.5 or 80.4 or something like that. So, uh, not that that's the end of the conversation with regard to how good a quarterback is, but he's one of the most inconsistent guys, I think, of all time. Oh, yeah. You never know. You don't know which – and I don't even mean season to season. I'm talking about game to game. You don't know which Eli is going to show up. Uh, 100%. 100%, That's got to suck. If you're a receiver, uh, that's got to suck, to be honest. Like Beckham is a very athletic guy, and you throw the ball up, he's probably going to go up there and get it. But if you're a normal, if you're a slot receiver or a standard wideout that goes long, uh, having a guy that's inconsistent, whereas in the in the uh, with pass is just like, oh my god. Yeah, and to, look to Eli's defense, I, w- I will say this: he hasn't had a running game for years. So you know, as an opposing defense, you you pretty much know he's throwing the ball fucking eighty percent of the time. You know, usually they're down, and and it, look, their run game is terrible. That's all going to change this year. And it's going to open it up and give him some more time back there. So we'll see. We'll see how much a good running game does for Eli Manning this year. But uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say they, they sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to say they sneak into the playoffs. Uh, in the NFC North, we got uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Man, that was a, a fun team to watch last year. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun team to watch this year. I mean, they got a top three defense. Uh, and... Now they're starting to put it together on the other side of the ball, too. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, Stefan Diggs just signed a new five-year deal today with them. Um, the, the one thing that's, you know, uh, a lot of people aren't talking about, like th- this guy's gone under the radar his entire career. And I, I, I like him, man. I've, I saw him play in college as, as Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's, a, he's legit. I mean, he's been consistent. He's been consistent, career. and he's been consistently good with shitty teams in Washington. Now he's got a stacked team in Minnesota, and uh, dude, I I have them as a deep playoff run uh, as well, man. I think Kirk Cousins is is fucking good. He just needed to be on a on a good team, and uh, he's got it this year. So there's no excuses this year. I, I but I, I see Minnesota making another deep playoff run, same as last year. Uh, yeah, for sure. And there's not a whole lot of pressure on him in Minnesota. I mean, like I said, they have a top three defense. So, you know, if he if he can use those guys, Murray Cook in the backfield and Thielen, if he can put some early points on the board, they're going to be in a in a good position all season long. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do too. I, I I like the Vikings a lot this year. Um, and uh, that it <laughs> always leads us to Detroit, the Detroit Lions in the NFC North. Um, look, Matt Stafford to me is one of my favorite quarterbacks, uh, in the league. I just think that guy's tough. He never gets hurt. Um, you know, look, he's hit and miss every year, but I don't necessarily think that's because of, of, of his play. It's just who's going to show up on that offensive line or what their offense is going to be like. And if they're going to have a running game, uh, Calvin Johnson retiring early certainly did him no favors. Um, but look, Detroit has always got a chance with Matthew Stafford. Unfortunately, I, I just think the the Lions are are going to be continuously stuck as like a an eight and eight team, uh, you know, maybe a nine and seven team. I just don't see them going any bigger than that. Do you? No, not really. Um, I mean, where's the? Again, Stafford's a good guy, but other like Golden Tate. Come on, yeah, that's your I, number one guy. And Golden Tate is. is I like a Marvin good Jones though. I do too. I, so I, I, I like those receivers. Um, uh, I don't know. You know, they're, they're running back is Amir Abdullah. He's hit and miss. Um, you know, it's usually like a chain. And they of got Garrett Blunt too. 
That, that's right. They did pick I mean, up Blunt got, this offseason. And I, look, yeah. that's another guy who's been slept on his entire life. And I, I think it's because he punched that kid, um, you know, yeah. in that Boise <laughs> yeah, State Oregon game and just yeah. knocked that dude out. And ever since, ever since that game, every team is always hesitant. It seems like LeGarrette Blunt is the master of the one, one year, $3 million deal. And he plays with a different team every year, but he's always great. He's always fucking great. He was great with New England. He was great with the Eagles. Uh, I'm sure he'll rip it up in Detroit. So we'll see. I, I'm still going to throw them down for a 9-7. and seven. Uh, That's my prediction with them. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, um, I mean, they, their defense is not anything to really – No, yeah, and, it, and great, it never so. is. Like, and Dominican Sue, when he was there, like, you know, it was noteworthy. But uh, they, they've got a bunch of problems on the, on the defensive side of the ball. I, I don't – I, again, I see them fringe playoff team, you know, maybe a wild card, but uh, nothing more than that. Uh, yep. Also in this division is the Green Bay Packers. Whew. This, this, I can tell you this, they're not going to go, what, seven and nine again or whatever the hell. Yeah, That's they were seven happen. and nine last year. And uh, I, the Green Bay Packers is always a fucking conundrum for me. You have who I think is probably the most complete, most accurate uh, best quarterback in the NFL in Aaron Rodgers. Yep. They don't get him any help for some reason. Um, even this year in the offseason, you know, it was announced, hey, congratulations, you got Jimmy Graham. 20 minutes later, you know, the alert starts going off on your phone, and it's just like uh, Jordy Nelson goes to the Oakland Raiders, and you're like, what the yeah. fuck, man? I can't, and, and that's that one uh, to me, I always – there had to be something going on behind the scenes there. I don't know if it was a cap issue or what, but he's that guy is like a fan favorite. It um, was, and it, and it was a cap issue. Um, so they said, and, and it wouldn't it wouldn't have been had he not been injured so much, um, allegedly. But again, that happens in the NFL, and like, dude, that guy was the heart and soul of that team. Yep. Because uh, let, let's face it, Aaron Rodgers isn't a vocal leader, um, whereas Jordy Nelson is. And uh, I know that's one of your sleeper picks in the AFC, which we'll get to um, as the yep. Oakland Raiders. But um, I, I, you know, I see I definitely see the Green Bay Packers uh, making the playoffs. I, I see them finishing second behind Minnesota in this division. Um, you know, I, again, I think it'll be a wild card uh, year for Green Bay Packers. And anything is possible with Aaron Rodgers just because of how great he is. But their defense has always just been average. Uh, never been great, and they just they don't seem to pay players the way they should. Another great spot for Des Bryant to end up, and no one's reached out to him from the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, that's really weird to me. He seems like a natural fit for that organization, just because um, you know it's like um, when players go to the the Patriots, they you know for a fact that Belichick isn't going to put up with any bullshit. So guys that are maybe have a, a reputation for being dicks. Um, often go to places like that and get their shit straight, like Randy Moss back in the day yeah. and, and various others. Um, but um, in addition to that, I just don't know, even even with adding him, I mean, who do they have on the defensive side? They, they've always been really weak in the secondary. And they, again, this year, this is like the second time in the last four years that they've drafted two um, guys in the secondary. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just don't see it, man. I. I Belichick has been doing such a good job all these years of drafting people in the right places. Like, go go look at the last ten years of drafts from the Patriots and see how many linebackers they drafted and how few like defensive backs and skill position players. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. And you know, you got 
I would say the the superstars on that side of the ball, like you know, Haha Clinton Dix is pretty decent. Obviously, Clay Matthews is there every year, but that's it. Yep. That's it to me. Um, and again, I, wild card team, they can always do some damage because of Aaron Rodgers, but uh, it, it's just going to depends on who shows up. Devontae Adams, their their receiver, is going to be a superstar in this league if he can stay healthy. Um, but that guy takes some brutal hits because of how small he is. Um, but look, if he stays healthy, Aaron Rodgers is always Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then, you know, they've got this weird cavalcade of running backs that uh, seem to come in and yeah. play every three games. James Stark seems like he's been playing for 80 years. And, you know, I know, right. He will. Uh, they, they will call him up from UPS or wherever he's working at right now. And, uh, you know, yep. he usually ends up playing the last four games and then a couple playoff games for them. But uh, eh, that's kind of all I see Green Bay. Uh, I like them. I like their. I like the receivers. I like Randall Cobb. He's a good receiver. I like Devonta Adams. Yep. And uh, but they're both small guys. Uh, maybe Jimmy Graham will help with that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is always looking for that checkdown pass. I'm not sure if uh, their their running back core. I don't. I don't know how well they catch the ball. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I guess. I mean, the the reason they're he- gonna. The reason you don't know is because there's 80 of them back there. There's 80 yeah. running backs in Green Bay. Yeah, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if offense is going to be enough to win in that division. To be honest, um, because there's good defensive teams over there. So uh, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and obviously that counts for a lot. But I don't know if uh, without a, a superstar defense, you can win in the NFC this year. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then to round out the NFC North is uh, the Chicago Bears, uh, the team that everybody wants to be great, but the, they're just not there yet. Um, I do like Mitchell Trubisky, and uh, look, I'm I'm amped to see him uh, play this year and see his progression. Uh, I like that Cohen kid in the backfield; he's pretty good. Um, but other than that, it's just kind of you know a blah team to me, where it's just. Yeah, great. They're on, and uh, you know, I'm I'm sure it'll be cold, and and there'll be some snow on the ground at some point, and that that's it for me on this team. I, I like they they don't even register to me as a team worthy of of talking about because I just think they're so far away from being a play, playoff team. I think they're another two years away at least from making the playoffs. That it's just like I, I don't I don't really want to go too too much into depth on that on that team. Same with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, you know, Jameis Winston yeah, and, and, and his crab legs. Not, not a whole um, lot of excitement. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of excitement on either one of those. So either one of those teams. No, he, you know, um, look, Jameis is suspended the first three games of the season for grabbing the pussy of an Uber driver. Um, and that's yep. real. If you don't, uh, you don't believe me, you can Google that. And yeah. Ryan He's, Fitzpatrick uh, he, is going to play the first three games. So I, you know, look, they have Mike Evans. He's always fantastic. But uh, they got a rookie running back in Roquan Smith. I, I don't. I don't see them making too much noise this year at all. No, probably not. And I, I would. I'll be interested to see if uh, if Winston comes back in immediately and starts after he gets back because he's. I mean, at some point, no matter how good a guy is, and he hasn't. It's not like he's been killing it. He's doing pretty well, but he's not like lights out or anything. So. How much of his bullshit is the locker room going to be willing to put up with? Like, if you can't count on a guy to be there and show up all the time because he's out fucking around in the offseason, uh, at some point you're like, come on, man, just we're done with this. Yeah, and I, my prediction is this. If he, do, if he does not have a great year in Tampa Bay, they cut him and then they draft a new quarterback next year. 
um, and move on. Uh, I always like Fitzpatrick as a backup quarterback. There's something hilarious about that fucking guy. Uh, actually, on next week's show, uh, we've got Ryan Jensen, um, the center for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, on the show next yep. week. And uh, so we'll get a chance to talk to him uh, about that. And, uh, yeah, uh, Tampa Bay, you know, I think their over-under win in Vegas is, is uh, four. We're going to go over those numbers after this. But uh, I, I'll take the over, but just barely, and say five, and say five for that team, five wins. But that's about it. Uh, that'll bring us to the NFC West, uh, where here it is. Here's the sexiest team, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm on the bandwagon with the Rams this year, and uh, I'm excited to watch them play. Yeah, for sure. The only thing um, with the Rams that I'm not sold on is veteran leadership. You know, but, you know, hey, that isn't always a good thing. Like, there's there's something about having a winning mentality like you see with the Warriors. Those guys will be down 15 points going into the half and they're not panicked at all. They're like, "Yeah, we're still going to win. We don't give a shit." Like that kind of experience in winning is a very good thing and and the Rams don't I mean, they had a good season last year, but they don't have a roster full of guys who have, you know, demonstrated that they can fucking win under any circumstances, but they have a fuckload of talent. Holy shit. Yeah. And they look, they, they lost in the first round of the playoffs last year to the Falcons at home. Um, the one thing I will speak on, having lived in Los Angeles for <clears throat> almost 18 years, is the fan base for uh, Los Angeles sports teams is fucking zero. Um, I mean, it's, it's a Lakers town. It always has been a Lakers town. Uh, the Dodgers, when the Dodgers are, are good, you know, so the last couple years, you know, but they're, they're still fair weather fans. Like, Dodgers fans won't get there until the third inning and they'll leave in the seventh. It's a four inning team for them. And, and it's the same with the Rams because they don't, uh, they don't have a stadium yet. So the stadium yep. isn't built. Uh, they're playing in the Coliseum. The Coliseum, to fill that up, it's, the Coliseum is massive. It's like 110,000 yep. seats. You can go day of game to the Rams, walk up to the, the ticket window, and buy an unbelievable ticket at face value. And, and you'll be able to do that all season long. Even their playoff game last year didn't sell out. Um, wow. So you know, their fans aren't the greatest. And uh, it's a shame because they have an awesome team now that you can get excited for. And uh, I wonder if anybody will, will come. Because, look, a, a good fan base always helps you play better, in my opinion. Um, yeah, especially if you're a, a defensive. I mean, not that they're not great on offense, but they have Aaron Donald and they have Sue and Brockers. I mean, they got that that front line is pretty legit. They're gonna sack some people this year, so it's gonna be there's gonna be some games where there's some big hits get laid out uh, on guys and and some big defensive plays are gonna be made. I, the preseason rankings have the Rams at two for defense. I would say they're one just because of their playmaking ability on that side of the ball. Um, yeah, I I, I, t- I tend to agree with that for sure. I like the the Rams will be definitely another sexy pick in fantasy football as well for their defense. Um, Absolutely. And look, you know, there's about four or five good defenses a year, and uh, defense can often win you a championship in fantasy football as well as in real football. Um, yep. So I look, I I think the Rams are definitely in it this year in the mix. Um, uh, you have Seattle Seahawks. Uh, look, the Legion of Boom is dead there. Uh, everybody's yep. pretty much moved the fuck on or retired. I don't think Russell Wilson is a superstar quarterback in this league. I've never bought into the hype on that guy, um, and, and I never will, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, with Marshawn Lynch gone and all, all that shit, uh, they picked up 
Brandon Marshall, but again, he's 34, coming off of a, you know a bad injury last year. I I don't see that team doing anything. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. I'll tune in to see how Josh Rosen plays. Um, you know, he was a highly, highly uh, publicized fucking QB in the drafts, not only for his political beliefs, but he just seems so aloof and such a fucking asshole. Um, uh, but, but a lot of the scouts said that he, was, he had the most talent coming out of that draft as quarterback. Uh, look, anybody with Larry Fitzgerald um, ha- has a shot to, to, to do something. I'll be curious is to see him. And then David Johnson's in a contract year there. So I expect him to be running out of his fucking mind and running. Well, what do you think about Sam Bradford? Is he going to get any playing time there? I mean, Sam Bradford will start uh, and and more than likely he will start probably, I would say 12 games this year. Uh, my over under on Sam so? Sam's going to go that. Day. I mean, it obviously it's going to depend on how well he does, but yeah. And how, how healthy, how, he, how short he is. Yeah. Exactly. How short do you think his leash is there? Yeah, that guy's got a fucking glass jaw. But um, uh, I, I would. I, I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go twelve if he stays healthy, and then they'll bring Rosen in for the last four. I also wouldn't be surprised. Maybe six six games for Rosen, but uh, we'll see. Uh, and that's the thing about this Arizona team is is uh, you know they are pretty decent. They just need a quarterback. All of these years, because I, I was never sold on Carson Palmer as a quarterback either. Uh, all of these years, man, they could have they could have won a Super Bowl had they had a, a decent quarterback. I think with Larry Fitzgerald and those guys, but uh, I, I don't know. There's too big of a question mark at quarterback. So uh, right now, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not too sold on them. They had an eight and eight record last year. I'll I'll go with eight and eight again for those guys. Uh, and then last but not least in the NFC West is uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, look, this one I, I genuinely have no idea. I did not expect Jimmy G to come in and, and win six games in a row. Uh, he's been fucking a porn star all season, all off season long. So, uh, yeah, he said he learned a lot. Yeah, I bet he did. That was his. He was asked about that, and he said, "Yeah, I learned a lot." Like, well, I'm sure you did. Yeah, good. I, I'm sure you did. You learned about the two handed basket weave, HJ. Um, yeah, you know, you, look, I, Absolutely. you know, she eats ass. Like, that's not a, that's oh, not yeah. a question. Well, it's it's almost season again too, so. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, she was probably warming up, getting getting his season ready for that. But um, uh, look, uh, their their coach was the, the the old offensive coach for the Atlanta Falcons, and he's great. Um, even though he blew the Super Bowl, he's great, and uh, his schemes are great. So I, I we'll see. Um, but I don't see them touching the Rams. Uh, I no. I, I can see them no as way. a uh, you know. A nine and seven, ten and six team, maybe. Uh, I'm not sold. I don't think Garoppolo's got the chops, to be honest. I just don't think he does. I think he's, uh, I think he's one of those guys that'll have stretches where he'll win six, seven games in a row, and then he'll just get fucking blasted. I feel like they're, I feel like they're going to be a seven and nine team this year. Maybe, uh, you know, because also the other thing is there was no tape on him before this. Now the NFL's got plenty of tape, so. These yep. defenses are, are going to know what to expect week in and week out from Jimmy G. And uh, he better have that por- that porn star in standby because they're coming for him this year. Uh, they will definitely be coming for him this year. In the AFC East, we got the New England Patriots. Patriots are the Patriots. I, I don't think there's any any need to recycle their greatness. Uh, they're great every year. Um, again, the, their, their whole team hinges on the health, to me, of Tom Brady. And uh, and whether or not he does good, what what is he forty or forty one this year, Dan? 
Um, he is forty. Turns forty-one in August. Yeah. So actually, he turns forty-one in four days. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday, you fuck. Um, yeah. God damn it! That twenty-eight-three game was the worst game, game of my life. Uh, Just because it was two years ago. Calm down. I was there. I was there. I know. I, it was. It was like fucking. You know, watching a car crash right in front of you. Um, but look, well, that can be entertaining. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it it wasn't for me. The first six hours of that day were the greatest day of my life. Um, the last, you know, four minutes were the worst ever. Uh, but I, look, the Patriots are the Patriots. Brady stays healthy. They're you know a Super Bowl contender. Vegas has them uh, as the favorites right now to win the Super Bowl. I don't agree with that. Uh, I think this is the year at 41 years old. You, you start to see Brady decline. Uh, and I'm. I think. I think this is going to be a bold prediction that I'm going to make. I think this is Brady's last year. I was going to ask about that, uh, and and I think especially if they win the Super Bowl, he fucking leaves. Absolutely. Like, there's no question in my mind about that. But if he loses, I still don't see him coming back. Unless I, I, I feel like uh, the Patriots are going to have to give him some compelling reason to come back if if they don't win, and if they do win, he's just going to you know, John Elway out into the sunset. Yeah. And, and uh, the, the oddest thing about the Patriots to me is dude, Brady's been, you know, Brady and Gronk, uh, are superstars. Randy Moss was a superstar. The rest of these players who've been playing for new England for the last 80 years are not. And they refuse to no. go out and get them. Um, for some reason, again, another great landing spot for Des Bryant. Uh, cause you know, Belichick wouldn't put up with that bullshit in the locker room. So, he would have no, and I would love to see him, Edelman, and Gronk on the on the on the line together. That would be a very interesting. I mean, who the fuck do you guard there? Yeah, that you would can't be a team. Everybody, right? No, and that would be a formidable offense. Uh, so I, I I don't know. Is that a, is that a landing spot for Dez? We'll see. Maybe. Um, but you know, look, Patriots to the Patriots. I, I I'll make a bold prediction. If they pick up Dez Bryant, they win the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. Ah, I like that a lot. I don't. I don't. I don't see how you can. I mean, to me, that's a a Warriors uh, situation. Like, you create a you create a situation on offense where you can't double team anybody, and if you put any of those guys in single coverage, you're fucked. Yeah, I, mean, I, Gronk, I agree. Gronk will drag linebackers down the field. Right? He's this. He might be the strongest dude in the NFL. So, I just don't see it. I mean, him and Edelman and and Bryant on the on the line. Who who do you? You only you can only put uh, so many defensive backs out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I, look, I I agree with you. They would have a really really good shot at winning the Super Bowl if they pick up Dez. Um, you know, uh, again, preseason uh, opening game is tomorrow night. It is uh, Bears Ravens. So we still don't have a la- a landing spot for Dez, but he could change any one of these teams and our predictions. Uh, heading heading down the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills. Dan, I'd love to go to a game this year and and do the Bills Mafia shit out in the parking lot and smash through a table. Yeah, we should do that for sure. Uh, Be- I mean, best fans. Let's in the, do it. <laughs> they have the craziest fans in the NFL. They absolutely do. Yeah, but let's try to do it before uh, there's twelve inches of snow on the ground for the rest of the year. <laughs> that's that's the magic of it. I saw a girl get fingered at a, a at a, a Buffalo Bills game in the in the seats. Uh, everybody knew it was going on. They didn't stop. Like that's Bills Mafia. Hashtag Bills Mafia. Um, they're fun to watch because of how passionate their fan base is. And I, look, I look forward to their annex off the field before on. Uh, Josh Allen though was my favorite, my personal favorite quarterback out of this draft. And uh, I think he's going to be the rookie of the year in the AFC. Um, 
I fucking love that guy. I just think he's going to be a beast, man. Um, I got to watch some of his games uh, at Wyoming last year. And uh, to me, he just looked, looked appearance-wise like a, a rough and rugged NFL quarterback, like a, like a Big Ben come and fucking hit me. I'm still going to be standing and I'll be able to get a ball off type of guy. Um, so how long do you think it's going to take before he's in the starting lineup? I, I, man, I, I I would I would say he's in there real quick. If I mean, McCarron's never really done anything, and no, for whatever reason, I mean they they got rid of Taylor, right? So he's in. We'll get to that. Yeah, he's in Cleveland. Um, I look. I I think. Uh, look, you spend the you spend that kind of money on Josh Allen. I, I don't think he's waiting around that long. So um, I think uh, that, I think it's actually a toss up in camp. I I think he might have the the capability to start week one. Uh, we'll see how well he picks up the system. Uh, McCarron, you know, is an interesting choice because uh, he was touted as being the next great thing, and that that trade to Cleveland got, you know, voided last year. So we'll see. But uh, I don't know. I think that will be a true camp situation. It'll, it'll come down to two guys. Uh, Shady McCoy's in the backfield again, uh, barring that yeah, he doesn't get arrested. Gonna... Yeah, exactly. But if you're McCoy right now, you got to be hoping for the young guy, right? I I, I would think yeah. <laughs> you're you're in your window. He's 30 years old now. Just rushed for you know 1100 plus yards last season. Do you really uh, the physical toll to being a running back in the NFL takes? Do you want to go out there and get hit 300 plus times and have nothing to show for it at the end of the season? That's got to suck. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I look. I think Shady McCoy's days as a, an elite running back are, are nearing its end. Anyways, um, you know you hit that 30. That thirty-year-old uh, block. None of those guys can get out of it for some reason. I think he has a pretty decent season again. You know, barring he gets arrested for uh, beating the shit out of his girlfriend or whatever, whatever the fuck that is. But uh, yep. Bills. You know, I, I got them as a, a seven and nine, maybe a six and ten team. Uh, that's yep. about it out of them. Uh, Miami Dolphins is my pick for the worst team in the league. I don't even want to go into their whole goddamn nightmare they got down there. Um, I think Tannehill. No, no, Tannehill is not good. Could be decent. They got rid of Jarvis Landry. He's out of there. Um, I, the the rest of that team is so goddamn boring. And um, I I think this is a, a two win team, maybe a three win team. Is Jay Cutler still on the roster down there? Not sure, actually. Not sure um, what Jay I, Cutler's doing. That guy's uh, his story is so interesting to me. Like he's been on some pretty good teams and. He's had he's one of those guys that's had just enough success to stay in the league, but everybody's like, "Why the fuck is this guy in the league?" Smoking Jay Cutler. Um, Google yeah. Google Jay Cutler smoking, and you're gonna see 800 pictures that will make you die laughing. By the way, <laughs> um, I don't know I don't know who did that or why that became a thing, but I love it and it's been awesome. And uh, he's made a shit ton of money and is married to Kristen Cavallari from. Uh, the OC, so good on yeah. him. He's doing something right. Uh, right. And then rounding out the AFC East is the New York Jets. Same thing, man. Uh, you know they're going to be a four, five win team tops to me. Uh, Sam Darnold just signed yesterday. He's late to camp. He's missed you know the first three weeks already. I don't see them doing anything. I'm curious to see how that kid does in the NFL. I didn't really like his game uh, all that much. Ohio State played him in uh, uh, the the fucking. God damn it. What was that bowl down in New Orleans? Uh, the, the Sugar Bowl? Yeah, Sugar Bowl. 
Let's call it Sugar Bowl. Um, and we beat the we beat the piss out of out of that guy or the Cotton Bowl or whatever the fuck it was. I think it was the Cotton Bowl actually. Um, we beat the piss out of him. That wasn't even close. And like Ohio State has an elite defense with you know a shit ton of players who went to the NFL. So he was playing against NFL guys and he looked awful to me. Uh, to me, there was a lot of hype on this guy in the draft. I, I wasn't sold on him, um, and I'm curious as, as to how a guy stands up to that kind of pressure in the New York media. Um, that That's the only curiosity out of the Jets for me. Other than that, uh, again, four-win team, five-win team at most for me out of that. Uh, heading yeah, into the that. AFC North, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, there's only one name there that really matters to me and that's Le'Veon Bell that dude is a stud best running back in the game in my humble opinion yeah. uh still is is not getting paid like it he is um no it's crazy <laughs> to me there's no I mean he he's this might be his last season there to be honest and that would be I don't know man that's stupid to me he's well, he's without question the best running back in the NFL yeah, he's, he's been back-to-back uh, franchise tags, so they can't tag him again. So either they're going to sign him to a long-term deal or he's out of there. And, well, um, would you sign to a long-term deal if you were him? I mean, Roethlisberger can't have much left in the tank. You so know, do you want to hang around for that? I, I would. Uh, t- to me, and uh, you know, before our Super Bowl predictions, I, I, think, I think the Steelers are in that window now where you know, they've, got, they've got Bell, they've got Antonio Brown, who's one of the best uh, receivers in the game, Roethlisberger is always steady to me. Um, and, you know, Pittsburgh usually shores up a halfway decent defense. Um, so, I, look, I, I, I think they'll do pretty well, but I think the window is closing on Roethlisberger. They, they're either going to have yeah, to win Yeah, I think he's it. got probably two more good seasons. That's what I maybe think. Maybe three. Yeah, and I think the, they're going to either have to do it this year or next year. Um, and if they don't, I, I think they're fucked and they're going to have to rebuild after that and, yeah. and everybody moves on. Well, that's what I'm saying from the perspective of uh, Le'Veon Bell. Do you want to sign a three- to four-year deal knowing that Roethlisberger is going to be cashing out soon? Uh, I don't know. Because this is his big deal. He's 26. He'll be 27 after this year. Yeah. That'll that'll be his prime year deal. Yeah. Provided he stays healthy. So that's the one where he's going to make all of his money. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I've – I've had this chat, and you'll hear it with Fletcher Cox and then Ryan Jensen next week, but I've had this chat with NFL players where, you know, is it about the money because it's such a violent sport? Do you try to get as much money as you can, or do you really, you know, care about playing for a contender? And um, I, I, I don't know with Le'Veon Bell. I really don't. He, he went to Michigan State. Um, to me, the only thing I hear out of that guy's mouth is money rather than a Super Bowl. So... I don't know. Yeah, but do you think it's do you? For me, a lot of those guys, like people, talk a lot of shit about athletes that ask for more money. But a lot of times, it's about it's not about the money itself, right? It's about what the money represents, and that's that the team appreciates you. And he is the number one, and has been for several years now, the number one quarter our uh, running back in the NFL. Yeah, and the fact that they haven't paid him and that they keep like uh, our military fans will appreciate this uh, this this metaphor, but it's kind of like. Um, getting stop lost in the, in the army, which is basically where your contract's over, but because of needs, quote unquote needs of the army, they keep you in against your will. Basically <laughs> that's what a franchise tag is to me. And they've done it two years in a fucking road to the best, uh, the best running back in the NFL. That's crazy. Give him the money. Motherfucker. Are you crazy? I know. Give him the money. I know. Give it, give him the money. Uh, but I, I look, I think the Patriots win that division. I mean, I'm sorry. The, the Steelers win this division easily. 
Uh, I get the Patriots winning the AFC East. Uh, to round out the AFC North, Baltimore Ravens, uh, not even worth really talking about. That's a that's a six to seven win, win team at most. Uh, Flacco, I don't yep. know whatever happened after he signed that big deal. Like uh, his his numbers have gone down every year consistently. There's there's nothing about that team that that interests me whatsoever. Uh, besides the, the the fringe running back, I might pick up on the waiver wire in fantasy football. Uh, you got the Cincinnati Bengals underneath them, where I don't think Andy Dalton is is the guy. I don't think he's a a, a superstar, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Love AJ Green, um, but uh, I, I just I, I don't see it out of that team. Uh, I think they're they're stuck in the same eight and eight, nine and seven, seven and nine type of type of team every year, including this year. I don't I don't see them doing anything. Yeah, the we'll Cleveland see. I like Browns. Joe Mixon. I like their running back. Yeah, Joe Mixon's good. Um, look, you know, like Shady McCoy, if you beat the shit out of your girlfriend, um, you know, yeah. chances Not are. catch a lot of love. Chance, chances are, though, that, that you've got some other shit going on, and it'll help propel you on the field. So Joe Mixon uh, is, is always a, uh, a, good, a good running back, I think. He, he was pretty decent last year. Last but not least, though, this is actually the, the most fun team I'm looking forward to, not only because they're on hard knocks, uh, just because of the players they picked up. I'm talking about the Cleveland Browns. Um, not a, yet another team who's rumored to get Des Bryant, uh, but they've got Jarvis Landry. They picked up in the off season. They got Josh Gordon. Um, they drafted Baker Mayfield number one, which I think is a colossal mistake. Yeah. They're also the hard knocks team. Yeah. Hard knocks year, teams so. never do well. <laughs> no, fuck no. That's like being on the cover of Madden. You're going to, you're going to end up with a fucking torn ACL. Yeah, so I look, Cleveland Browns will be fun to watch. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is on a very, very short leash. Um, he, Fuck yeah. he was in Buffalo. He is not the most consistent quarterback. Um, uh, however, I will say this with those two receivers who are top five in the league, both of them, Josh Gordon and uh, uh, Jarvis Landry, are easily top five in the, in the league to me personally uh, when they're healthy. Um, uh, you can throw the ball up in the air and those guys will go get it. They make shitty quarterbacks look great. So anything is possible with Tyrod Taylor, but I, I see Baker yep. Mayfield coming in maybe week four, week five, and then them handing him the keys to the RV and letting him try to fucking steer this ship. But Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you got two deep threats, right? And you have Tyrod Taylor, whose longest completion last year was 47 yards. Right. So what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it really, and but we've talked about this before. Uh, Mayfield has a little hitch, right? So can he get the ball down the field too? He um, he can't. And, and look, the guy's got to crow hop it to throw it forty yards yeah. in the air. Um, and he's very he's small. And, and I I know this has been over exaggerated in the press of how small he is. I saw him in person last year. Um, and I, I'm bigger than him. I'm much bigger than that fucking guy. And. I don't know how he starts in the NFL for multiple games. And, and sure, everybody's going to say Drew Brees is small and all that shit. Is it possible? Yes. I just don't see it out of Baker Mayfield. Um, we'll see how he stacks up this year. But, uh, you know, regardless, with those two receivers, you can pretty much just chuck it in the air. And uh, and you might, you might do pretty decently. So uh, the Browns were 0-16 last year. Um, I, I could see them winning five games. With with his team this That's, year, five or higher. I got him. For, I I got him down for four. Okay, um, and that round. I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. That 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 rounds out the the AFC North, AFC South, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, that's a lot of people's pick for the Super Bowl this year. 
Um, I can see it. I mean, there's an old you, – you love that old saying that offense wins games but defense wins championships, and this team's got a pretty pretty good defense. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I think they might be they're, – they're ranked first in defense. Again, I think it's uh, – I think the Eagles are first, but – We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think they got a good shot, man. I mean, that division that they're playing in is not the strongest, so uh, they're not gonna. I mean, the Colts. Who knows what Andrew Luck's gonna do, right? So the Colts may be relevant. We'll get to that in a minute. And the but the Titans and Texans, they're they're gonna cruise through. That's that's a handful of games right there that they just really honestly don't have to worry that much about. So no, and uh, I look. I think Jalen Ramsey's the best corner in the game. Um, that guy's an absolute beast. I, I like, look, Leonard Fournette is incredible. That guy is just a beast. He's only going to get better this year. And He's 23 years old. Yeah. Too. And, uh, you know, I, I would say their, their big, biggest question mark is, it seems like this is every year for them, is Blake Bortles. Yep. Which Blake Bortles is going to show up and, and who's it going to be? And uh, is that guy a Super Bowl caliber quarterback? And, I don't know that answer, man. I don't know if he's the guy. Um, well, it's interesting. His completion percentage went up last year, and his uh, attempts went down. So is that a sign of growth, right? So when you see, like, a lot of those guys that have good arms want to fucking chuck it downfield. Like, Brett Favre was notorious for running uh, <laughs> to the right uh, to the right side and then throwing a cross field to the left and getting picked off. Right. And Bortles still throws a lot of interceptions. I mean, relative to how many touchdowns he throws. So, again, I, I agree with you. Which guy is going to show up? Is he going to be smart? Is he going to ride Fournette and use those check down passes? Or is he going to try to be a hero and fucking chuck the ball downfield across, across his body and get picked off all the time? We'll see. The fact that you have, you know, the best defense in the league, though, helps a lot because you're not on the field that much. So, I... I I don't I look I don't see the the Jaguars going going to the Super Bowl. I see them being a playoff team, but I don't see them going to the Super Bowl yet. Um and again, it's it's purely because of Blake Bortles and, and Yeah, if they go to the Super Bowl, it'll be a Ravens type situation. Like it'll be he he will act as a game manager and will not turn the ball over. That's how they get there. If he turns the ball over like he has the past couple of years, there's no fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh that'll that'll take us to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Marcus Mariota, I, I, I love as a quarterback. I, I think he's great. I don't think that team is there yet. I think they're, they're still too young, and they don't have all the pieces. But uh, his performance in the playoffs last year was remarkable, and I, I was sold on Marcus Mariota after that. I wasn't sold on him so much in college, but uh, uh, I think he's developed into a really great NFL quarterback. But I, I, they need more help all the way around. And, um, you know, Delaney Walker, they just gave him a deal yesterday. Uh, but he's 34. Um, and that can't yeah. be the, the focal point of your offense. Um, you know, Henry, I believe, is their, their uh, running back. He showed some flashes of greatness in that, in that playoffs last year. But uh, I think they're still too young and they need some more pieces. Uh, Indianapolis well, they also picked up Deion Lewis from uh, – from New England, he he rushed for 900 last year. So now they got a one-two punch in the backfield. Yeah. I think that'll really change. They can run a split-back formation because Mariota is a good quarterback. He's a good game manager. The best thing about him to me, like I don't think he's one of the more physically gifted guys, but the best thing about him to me is that, like you were talking about in the playoff game, he just doesn't get rattled under pressure. 
No, and he, he's he's a very smart guy. Um, I, yeah. I see this as another wild card team, uh, just same as they were last year. And, uh, you know, maybe winning a game in the playoffs, maybe not. That'll take us to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I'm with you on this, Andrew Luck. I, I don't I don't know what, what the fucking deal is with this guy. Um, either way, the Colts still have not picked up any great players or made any acquisitions around Andrew Luck to make this team relevant to me. So whether or not he plays well or not, truthfully has no fucking bearing in, in, in my opinion um, because they just don't have enough pieces and their offensive line is still shitty and he's going to go down with yeah, another sucks. injury, I think. This, that's what I don't understand about that. So if they had long-term plans with Luck, it seems like they would have brought in some guys to help him out. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they just haven't. I, they've got this weird owner, like, you know, who's doing coke and shit all the time yeah. and he's admits to it. Like, I don't know what their deal is. Like, Andrew Luck to me is, you know, very, he's a likable dude. He's very Shrekish, but it's just, uh, they don't have enough talent around him. And he's, I, I think that guy's going to get pummeled again. I think, you know, you put him on a, on a team that actually needs a quarterback, you put an Andrew Luck on a Jacksonville Jaguars team. Congratulations, I think you're going to the Super Bowl. But uh, I, I don't, I don't see it in Indianapolis. Uh, and then to round out the division uh, is the Houston Texans. This is a sleeper team for me this year. I had Deshaun Watson on my fantasy football team last year, and I got to watch all of the games that he started. The games that he started, God damn it, that was one of the funnest offenses to watch in the NFL with him and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. If Deshaun Watson is healthy um, and, and, and a healthy J.J. Watt on defense um, and, and a healthy Jadavion Clowney on defense, I, th- I think that the Texans are a, are a, are a playoff team this year, even yeah, though they were 4-12 last year. Ten and six teams. Yeah. yeah. I think they can win nine or ten games for sure. Yeah, I, I'm, I, that, that's one of the teams I'm most looking forward to, and, uh, and I'm also looking forward to, to possibly drafting Deshaun Watson. I'm not going to tip my hand until we do our fantasy football show, but uh, he was a blast Well, he's going to gonna put up some uh, – uh, For I mean, say what you want about his uh, play style with regard to winning games, but for fantasy, it's kind of a, he's kind of a no-brainer, right? Boy. As I, long as he's healthy. That guy put 45 on me. Uh, on the board for me every single week. Uh, yeah. was, he, he was he was a blast to watch. I hope he's healthy for a full season because that could be a fun team to watch. AFC West, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. Whew. Sexy team this year to me. Really fucking... To me, the Kansas City Chiefs, and I know yours is, is the Raiders in the same division. The Kansas City Chiefs are, are my sexy pick in, uh, in the AFC. Um, simply for the fact of... I love this Pat Mahone kid. I want to see him play some football, man. That's what I want to see. Like I, I, I I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely up on him, but I just want to see him play some football. I had so I had Kareem Hunt last year. I drafted Kareem Hunt. I didn't pick him up off the waiver wire. He was fantastic. Lights out to me. I think he hit a rookie wall and then was able to pick it up at the end of the season. Uh, he knows what he's in for this year. I think he's going to have an awesome year. Tyreek Hill was one of the most exciting players to watch in the NFL last year. Yeah, um, and I like Sammy Watkins too. I mean, maybe because I'm a, you know, I come from the Clemson area, I follow some of those guys. But I think Hill and Watkins on either end of the field there, that's going to be a pretty successful combination in the future. And then Travis Kelsey, man, like that guy, fucking a man. Um, uh, yeah, he's kind of a beast, huh? I mean, how many? He, he's he's best tight end in the league, in my opinion, for uh, sure. Gr- yeah, Gronk, yeah. Gronk is when he's healthy, but Gronk has never made it through a fucking full season healthy. But, uh, yeah, Travis, man, fuck, that guy's good. Um, so with, with that, Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, 
Um, Sammy Watkins. I mean, they're loaded. Their defense is always pretty good there. And it's that's a hard stadium to play in. They have diehard, passionate fans there in Kansas City. Um, I, I think they're... Yeah, they actually set the record for the highest decibel level of any uh, professional ath- athletic event ever. Oh, yeah. A couple yeah. Of years ago. It, it's, uh, it's a loud place to play. Arrowhead is a loud place to play. Um, I expect big things out of the Chiefs this year. Um, yeah, I, I got them for 13 this year. 13 wins. Yep. Ah, I like it. I like that a lot. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to say uh I'm going to go 11 on them and and I think this division is going to be uh, to me between uh, AFC West and the NFC South. I think these are the two hardest divisions in football and I'll tell you why. I'm going to skip over the Los Angeles Chargers cuz I think they're fucking worthless. Um <laughs> Philip right. Rivers has never been uh anywhere near uh the Super Bowl. I don't think he's getting there now. Um, no. the, you want to talk about a, a fucking fan base that hates the team that, that's there? It's the it's the Chargers. Every single game in Los Angeles this year, whoever the Chargers played, the opposing team had more fans than they did for every single it's home It's always going to be like that. It's always going to be like that. To me, I see the Chargers going somewhere else. Uh, potentially, because I, I don't know how you keep this up. Everybody in, Because they thought people would drive up from San Diego. That wasn't the case. The you know the people in San Diego were so pissed that they you know they burned the jerseys and said fuck you. Um, the team itself, like you know, Philip Rivers is, is Philip Rivers. Uh, Melvin Gordon had a great year last year. Um, you know, maybe he he does the same thing. Keenan Allen is great if he's if he's healthy, but uh, you know they're Even then, look, though with all that stuff. I just don't see the fans giving a fuck to be honest. No, uh, like. They, even if like if the Chargers pulled out 10, 12 wins this year, still nobody's going to care. No, and they're look they're they're a tough out, but uh, I, I, again, you know maybe a, a wild card team at best. But this is a very very tough division because we're going to get to the Oakland yep. Raiders, and that's your sexiest pick of the AFC yep. this year. Absolutely, I mean they're uh, Khalil Mack is kind of in hiding or something right now. I'm not sure what's going on with that. Uh, I'm not I'm not really. Uh, Again, not sure what's going on with him, but I love I like Derek Carr. I'm curious to see what Marshawn Lynch is gonna do and how they're gonna use him. Um, and I'm also uh, Cooper and Jordy Nelson on, on you know either side of the field. I, I like Amari Cooper. I think he's really talented. And Jordy Nelson, when he's healthy, he can go out and catch balls. I mean, he's one of the best. He has some of the best hands in the NFL. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, and then and Carr, you know, Carr's needed that. He's needed one of those guys. That when you're in a tough spot, who's that one guy I can throw the ball to, and I know he's going to catch it. And that's what Aaron Rodgers had all those years. Oh yeah, and, and look on again. This is one of those teams on paper, and uh, and with Khalil Mack, anything is possible on, on defense for them. Um, on paper, that's a playoff team. Um, Absolutely, they they I signed John Gruden to a hundred million dollar deal. If somebody's going to be able to turn this offense around and get it back to where they were, you know, a few years ago. Uh, it's probably him. And I, look, I am. I will be watching every Raiders game on Sunday. You know, they're always that four thirty game that seems to be on uh, CBS, yep. and uh, that's going to be a really fun team to watch. And I, I think they're a playoff team this year as well. Rounding out this division is the Denver Broncos. Um, the Denver Broncos, to me, were only a quarterback shy of having a great team that could possibly compete for a Super Bowl. Um, because they have Demarius Thomas, they have Sanders out, out, out at wide receiver. Uh, all they needed was a quarterback. <clears throat> they couldn't fucking buy a quarterback last year. Uh, and their defense is always great, you know, every single year. 
this this year being no no exception um but uh yeah man i i think the denver broncos with case keenum have a really really good shot to make a deep run in the playoffs uh well i mean he's he he doesn't turn the ball over and for a team that's the thing that i always look at in a quarterback a high completion percentage and doesn't turn the ball over when you're going to play on a team that has a great defense right yep that's a that's usually a pretty good indicator that the team is going to do well and that's what we have here right now so it's going to be really interesting to see what uh Devontae Booker can put up uh he's 26 now so we'll see I mean that's kind of that's not old by any stretch of the imagination but he hasn't ever he hasn't had that breakout season yet um didn't didn't get a whole lot of touches last year I, I I think he's really good though is why I'm bringing that up and Royce Freeman also is is a lot of people like this kid so you know, and Demarius Thomas is Demarius Thomas, right? He's thirty now, but but he's great. Uh, uh, yeah, he's still he can catch the ball. So yeah, so I look, I I like the Denver Broncos uh, a lot with Case Keenum because uh, again, I I just think they're a decent quarterback shy of making a deep playoff run, uh, and that'll round out the AFC. Now it's time for our way too early Super Bowl predictions. Uh, who you got, Dan? Oh boy, I gotta say, uh, and maybe this is just the romantic in me. I'm just being hopeful, but I I like the Rams. The, the uh, okay. So who are the Rams playing in the Super Bowl? You have the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Uh, I've got them in the Super Bowl. I think uh, it, there, there's a couple of different factors here. Obviously, if if Brady is healthy, then I I gotta say that uh, it's gonna be Patriots Rams, and the Patriots are gonna mop them up pretty good. Okay. Um, but I can see – I can also see Atlanta taking the NFC pretty easily. I don't think Philly's going to do it again, even though they got that great defense. Uh, winning back-to-back like that is just so difficult in this league these days. I never – I know that winning uh, last year makes them the favorite for this year technically, but you just it's so rare to see somebody come back and win again. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. So you've got you've got the Rams and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, uh, with the Patriots winning. Is that is that what I what I'm hearing That's out right, of you? Yeah. All right. All right. And I don't like that either. I don't I don't want the Patriots to win, by the way. I just think that's how it's gonna go down. <laughs> um I'm gonna go real bold here. Uh I'm gonna go real bold and real fucking homer this year. Oh, you son of a bitch. I, I, I am. Um I'm I'm gonna say the it's gonna be the Atlanta Falcons and the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl this year. I can see that. That's a good call. That's that's my prediction. Um and uh loser winner. I, I've got the I've got the Atlanta Falcons actually. Um I, I just I think and, and it's simply for the, the urgency of it. Um if they're gonna do it, it it's it's gotta be this year. I, I think that who they have on paper, again with Julio and Calvin Ridley and Matt Ryan and, yep. and those two running backs and their defense to me is gotten faster. I think they're going to be a top five in fantasy defense. If they're going to do it, it's going to be this year. I also think that with last year, you know, there's been a, a big stink about why a, a team has never been able to play in their home stadium in the Super Bowl. Nobody's ever made it. Minnesota got really fucking close last year. They were one yeah. game away from that. Yep. I think that curse is going to be broken this year. Uh, the Super Bowl is in Atlanta. Um, I, I think it's going to be the Atlanta Falcons and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Same with the Steelers. I, I, I their sense of urgency. Um, I, again, their window to me is two years on the Steelers uh, for the Super Bowl. 
Um, with Le'Veon Bell, I think he'll, you know, give it his all simply, you know, for the fact that he's going for, for his biggest and last contract of his career. So he's yep. going to have to go hard. Um, Roethlisberger is getting up there. Uh, but, you know, Antonio Brown, in my, my, uh, my humble opinion, is, is, is the greatest receiver in the league right now. And, uh, and their defense is usually pretty decent. So um, with that running game and Le'Veon Bell uh, able to do what he does and chew up the clock, I'm going to say uh, Atlanta versus Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl with uh, Atlanta winning barely. And uh, I know I'm going to take shit for this because it's such a homer pick. But um, as well, you should you should take shit for that. You know what I wonder about Atlanta is if that 28 uh, three uh, comeback broke their spirit a little bit. You know, what's funny, you man. Know what I mean, I, I've like, I, is it in it? Is it in his head right now? Do you think I've asked every player that I've, you know, NFL player that, that we've either had on the show or come across um, in real life, uh, you know, some of our events that we go to and all that shit. And, and I said, look, yep. is it impossible to overcome a 28-3? Is that impossible mentally? And all of them said no, surprisingly. Every single player, and they weren't on the Falcons, by the way. So these were other players from around the league. I probably got maybe 12 different opinions from other players around the league. And they said no, and they just said because the league changes so much, your coaching staff changes and all this stuff, You've always got hope, and there's always a new hope when, uh, when the season starts and everybody's excited. Uh, what every yep. NFL player has told me privately is um, uh, as soon as it starts to go downhill in a locker room or the team starts to go downhill, then the confidence gets thrown out the window. So if Atlanta gets off to a hot start, um, they have a really, really fucking tough schedule, though. Uh, again, we'll be there opening week against the – the Philadelphia yep. Eagles. That, that that's, place, a, that's a brutal opening week. Boy. And that's that place is going to be going ballistic. Um, yep. They're, you know, handing out the rings and all that other shit, and they're raising the flag. Uh, the spread is already in for that game, and it's minus four on mybookie.com. Yeah, which is uh, – that's pretty close. For a, it is. For a home game for the defending champs, that's pretty close. It is. But, but, you know, we played them in the playoffs last year, and it was a one-score game. Um, yep. I thought we should have won that game. I thought Julio Jones still should have gotten up and caught in that fucking pass. Um but uh, yeah, I, I, it's going to be close. We'll obviously be making our predictions throughout the year once a week on all college and NFL games, uh, according to the spreads as well, uh, along with the World Series, NHL, you name it. Uh, tune in to Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show uh, this fall and uh, go to mybookie.com. They're already, you know, they're already taking Super Bowl bets. Yeah, and keep your uh, eyes open for some prop bets. Uh, that we're going to come up with pretty soon. Some weird shit that we're going to make Jared Taylor do. and uh, Evan Hafer, you know, Matt Best, all, Evan Hafer, all of Matt them. Best, yeah. yeah, so we're going to be able to put yeah. up some prop bets for those guys. So that way, again, bow hunting, boom, you can bet on it. Uh, you know, uh, a return to ski ball, boom, you can bet on it. Uh, McGregor uh, is is uh, said yesterday online that he was looking to fight Khabib in October. Um Oh, October, that soon? Uh, I I would I, I think it's going to be November. Uh, maybe, maybe, um, maybe. Either way, they're looking at Vegas. He said in uh, October is 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 uh, is is the rumor. So we'll you know we'll be well, there for that. We'll be there. We'll be there for that. We, we will be everywhere. And again, go to mybookie.com. Uh, type in the promo code Drinking Bros. They're going to match whatever dollar amount you put in for your first uh, bet. So if you're if you're looking to get the season started, um, you know, put in your dollar amount. They're going to double it up to up to four thousand dollars, which is crazy. And uh, and you're you're betting against me this year in college football. If you bet against Ohio State, um, the crazy thing is they're they've already got a heads or tails odds for the Super Bowl this year on there. 
Yep, I saw that. <laughs> they, they got that. They got uh, odds to win the AFC division, NFC division. Uh, they got odds to even make the playoffs. Holy shit. Um, Super Bowl matchups across the board, regular season MVP. Like, uh, this is going to be a fucking blast, Dan. I'm really looking forward to doing this show with you, buddy. It's going to be a fun yeah, year. Yeah, same. It's going to be a fun year. Awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Right now, uh, you're going to hear me interview Fletcher Cox from the Philadelphia Eagles. Enjoy. Uh, we are live with Fletcher Cox from the Philadelphia Eagles. Superstar defensive tackle. How are you, Fletcher? I'm good, man. How you doing? Man, I'm I'm real good. Um, I got I got a little bone to pick though at the top. Uh, you, you took <laughs> you, you took out my 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 hometown heroes. You took out the Atlanta Falcons last year in the playoffs. Ah uh, man, <laughs> that was yeah, who took you? <laughs> <laughs> that was a game where I I, I thought uh, look we didn't play well. I don't know what happened to our offensive coordinator. Steve Sarkeesian, not a huge fan. Um, it seemed like you guys had had our offense figured out the entire game. Did it feel like that to you? No, I don't think we had it figured out. I think, you know, uh, um, I think, you know, everybody, it was a good game. I mean, they had a bunch of great players on the offensive side of the ball um, with Matt Ryan leading it, you know, leading that whole group. Um, I think that, you know, they got Julio and Devontae Freeman and guys like Muhammad Sanu and, you know, uh, Tevin Coleman, man, they got it's a group. Like they got a great group of guys over there. I think that we just matched up, you know, really well, and you know, all of our guys were just, um, you know, very, you know, um, had the laser focus the whole game, and you know, it came down to the wire. Yeah, it really did. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I, I still thought even as bad, like, because we looked offensively horrific. I thought you guys did a great job of shutting us down, but I still think that Julio Jones probably should have caught that ball in the end zone for the touchdown at the end. When that ball was in the air, did you think he was going to get it, maybe get back up and, and get it? I mean, when you're going, when you, you got, when you're going to the best player, you know, you got to know, who, you know, who you're playing against, you know, the, the game on the line, you know, they're going to their best player in offense. Uh, and that's what Julio, uh, I mean, the ball went up in the air and, you know, all I could do was turn around at that point and watch it. Uh, and when it came down, I knew, you know, he either, if he would have caught it, you know, it would have been out of bounds. So, um, you know, either way, uh, um, you know, Jalen made a great play and, you know, to close the game out. He did. Let, let me ask you, when you're, when you're watching a play like that uh, as a defensive tackle, does it feel like that ball's in the air for like 20 minutes? No, nah, I wouldn't say it's in there for 20 minutes. But once you see, release, once you see the quarterback, you know, front hand come off the ball, you know, that, you know, he's either going to somebody where going somewhere with the ball, you know, he got it or – um, just, you know, just knowing as a defensive tackle that, you know, maybe I had enough time um, to get to him, but I didn't. Yeah, because we watch it at home as fans, obviously. And, and to us, everything's in slow-mo like it's Rudy, you know, like, like we're watching him make the tackle. And I wonder if it felt the same for you or is the game moving that quickly where you're like, ah, all right, it's, that's over. We won. Moving on. I mean, the game is fast. I mean, the game of game football, especially in the NFL, man, it's, it's so fast where, you know, you, you have to just be, you know, um, you know, on top of everything because, you know, it happens, especially in the red zone. You know, things happen really quick. You know, you don't have – you really don't have a lot of time. And, uh, I mean, down there happens so quick and the ball is going so fast. So, um, you know, I'm kind of glad he didn't catch that ball. Yeah, 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 I bet. I bet. Yeah, because you guys, you know, obviously went on to win the Super Bowl, which was – 
Uh, un- unbelievable. Um, that, that was one of the, not only one of the best games uh, I've seen, but I, I haven't seen a, a nation root for one team like that, it, myself included. I was, I'm tired of the Patriots winning all the time. Um, and I think, you know, as a, as a fan, even though you guys had just beat us, I was rooting for you guys in the Super Bowl as well as everybody else. Um, and the party was epic afterward, wasn't it? Oh, man, it was crazy. Uh, I think, you know, um, bringing, the, bringing the Lombardi Trophy to, to that city, the city of Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia um, you know, that's something that fans have been waiting on forever. Uh, and I think, you know, you got, you know, older people, that's been waiting, you know, you know, elderly people, you know, 70 years, you know, uh, 40, 50. I mean, it don't matter how many years that just, that city has been waiting on it. And, you know, um, and, you know, we gave that city what they, what they all been waiting for. Um, the yeah. Eagles, the Eagle nation. And they're, they're still reliving it, by the way. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw yesterday, but a guy put up a, they blocked off their street and replayed the Super Bowl game. Oh no, I haven't seen any of that, man. I, right now, I think my focus is right now is to, um, you know, you know, we we got our rings and now we got training camp next week. Uh, I think right now my our focus is right now is how good of a team can we be in 2018? You know, how good of a player can I be? How good of a leader can I be? You know, um, and you know, um, just as a defensive line, how good can we be? Can we be better than last year? And it's gonna come down to how I think how we can handle the success that we had last year. Yeah, I, I think that too, and, and I'm glad you brought that up of how good you, you can be. Because um, you guys aren't favored to win the Super Bowl in Vegas currently. Uh, do you think you, you can repeat as as champs again, go back-to-back? Back? Well, I think the thing is about it, the thing about it is, is we have to go in to week one. We need to win our first game um, because you can't, you can't say that you're, you're going to repeat, but then you come out and lose the first six games. You know, I think we need to go out. And, you know, have a competitive training camp, which I know it will. Um, and, you know, looking forward to that first Thursday night game um, because we know we're, we're the haunted now. Yeah. You, and everybody and you, wants to beat us. You know who uh, it's against, too. It's against the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I think, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a good game, man. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be it's come down to who, who prepared the most, who prepared, you know, which players, you know, which team is making the, the least mistakes. And that's every football game right there on, on all three phases of the, um, of the, of the game. Absolutely. And, and, you know, with the Falcons, uh, I, I didn't think their, their offense could get any more high powered. And then they, they grab uh, Calvin Ridley, um, you know, to be opposite Julio Jones. That's got to be a nightmare matchup with those two running backs and uh, Julio Jones and Ridley and then Sanu in the slot. That's that's crazy, right? I mean, it's it's going to be a good matchup for our guys. And, but I know one thing for sure that our guys prepare like they like they always done. I mean, even better. I know those guys in the backfield. It's going to start with, you know, the leaders back there, Malcolm and Rodney and, you know, Jalen and, and Ronald Darby and guys like that right there. It's going to start with those guys. I mean, the back end. Um, I mean, and I'm mean, pretty sure they face, we face, you know, offenses with high power, um, you know, receivers as that. But, you know, it's going to come down to, you know, um, really the front seven. The, right. the, the guys that, that, that are up front, we, we control the game. And you know the game go as we as we go. Um, if, and as long as we're on top of our thing, on top of our stuff, and doing what we have to do, um, I think that you know we'll come out um, victorious. Yeah, look, you guys certainly have a good shot. Your defense is is as good as it gets uh, in the NFL. Um, you know, I, I know that Freeman and those guys wish that they had run the ball a little more in that that last uh, playoff game, but uh, we'll see what happens. So you, you, I think you're absolutely right when you're saying it comes down to the front seven. Um, uh, let me ask you this: Where did you get started originally? Football. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I mean, I started when I was in uh, middle school, like eighth grade, and uh, I mean, back in my hometown, Yazoo City. Um, then I went to Mississippi State, and um, I got drafted uh, by the Eagles, of course. Um, and I've been there going into my seventh year right now. How, let me ask you this. Is there any better thing on this earth than playing college football? I mean, besides playing playing in the Super Bowl and winning it, I don't think it is. Right? Like, like the Super Bowl that would be the only thing to top it. If you could go back to college and do it all over again, wouldn't you? I know I would. No, I really wouldn't. Uh, it's, just, it's just a lot on your body in college. You know, you got to um, – I mean, you got to go to class, you got to go to study hard, you got to go to practice, you got to repeat all of that, you know, lift weights and all that stuff right there. And, you know, the NFL, I think you more of an adult, you know, you are an adult, not more than an adult, you are an adult that, you know, that I can hit now just focus on football. I don't have to worry about study hall hours or any of that type of stuff uh, where I'm just playing football and doing what I love to do, um, you know, every day. So I think the pros is, you know, it's got, it's got its perks and, you know, college. And if you love college football, then, um, maybe somebody else want to, you know, come in and go to class and study hard and all that. But me, <laughs> you know, I would rather prefer waking up, you know, going and sitting in meetings and, um, you know, and, and breaking tape down and, you know, things of that such all day instead of doing, you know, what I just said about study hall and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, cause a lot of, a lot of the guys that I've talked to, they always say the same thing. They would want to go back to college for the women uh and for the parties and things like that but uh it's not it sounds like you were a pretty studious guy yeah no i didn't party i, I wasn't a party and guardian type in college and I, didn't, I really you know wasn't big on that you know i was always a good guy um in college you know i man went and pick my roommates up um or i'm out with them just making sure they get back to the house safe you know make sure teammates are good so i think you know you know everybody everybody's different you know? i think i'm just one of those guys that are different yeah, I, it, it seems like it because you you seem to be a leader on the defense. I don't know if anybody's you know uh, anointed you as the leader of that defense, but you know as as the fans, we certainly have. So hearing that about you in college isn't surprising. Uh, but I, I didn't know you were the designated driver, though. That's a nice thing. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Are you married now? Let me ask you that. No, I'm not married. No girlfriend or anything. Yeah. It, okay. Because I would imagine after being Super Bowl champ, uh, there's got to be a lot of women coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, the, and, and, you know, you sign a huge contract. Like, the public knows about it. And they know about it more, more so than ever um, because of social media and all that stuff. So I, I would have figured the women would be throwing themselves at you in Philadelphia. Nah, man. I just, I just stay focused on, what, what's, on what's more important to me. And, you know, and that's football and my family and, you know, all the other stuff is – you know, I just kind of let it blow by. So, so what about the Hall of Fame? Is that important to you? Is it important for you to go down as one of the greatest of all time? Because you're you're certainly on that path right now. I mean, I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, every every that's every player's. You know, once you get to the to the, to the NFL, you know, to, to to put on a gold jacket. Um, and I think you know, right now that um, if I just keep continue to dominate and just do what I'm, you know, and get better each year, improve and improve in, in every aspect of the game. You know, I think that one day that that'll take care of itself, and uh, you know, and hopefully, um, and I, I definitely want to be there to, you know, one day put on a gold jacket. Yeah, you know, it's different. Uh, it's different for different people, and it's interesting to hear you say that. I was with the, I'm not going to say who who it was, but a pretty famous football player over the weekend, and I had asked him a similar question. He's he just signed a mega deal, and I said, "Hey, man, aren't you excited about?" x or whatever or do you want to go to the hall of fame and he he told me personally he was like for me honestly like 
you don't know when you're going to get hurt. You don't know when your time's going to be up in the NFL. And he said, I'm just, I'm just so grateful to get the guaranteed money that at least I know I'll never have to work another day in my life. Right. That is, that's true. I mean, I mean, I, like I said, I'm in that position right now where I, I got enough, got, got, I got to get my guaranteed money. And, and uh, I mean, whoever that athlete was, I mean, he, he said nothing but the truth when he said, you never know when you're going to get hurt. You never know when this game going to, you know, you know, be over and done with. So, you just gotta, uh, you know, you gotta embrace and and enjoy every moment that you get to go out there every day, um, and and, and do and, and do uh, and play this game we call football. Yeah, uh, look, how long do you hope to keep playing until until the wheels fall off? Or nah, nah, not until the wheels fall off. Definitely <laughs> not until the wheels fall off. I mean, my approach is since I've been in since I've been in this thing, man, is just taking year by year. Uh, and obviously, I want to get to ten, um, and maybe play a year or two after that. But you know. Um, you know, anything after 10, then, you know, I'm, I'm definitely be taking a year after year, depending on how my body feel. And, um, and if somebody still want me to play when I'm 30, play for them when I'm 32, 33 years old, you know? Yeah. 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 Why not? Right. Cause there's other guys who, who've backed away like 30. I mean, look, obviously Calvin Johnson's one of the most famous ones who was like, look, I, I, I just want to be around so I can play with my kids. So I'm going to retire early. But, uh, I, my thing is this: if if you're healthy and you feel great, why not just keep doing it as long as you can? Because it's it's a blast to play a game that you love and make that kind of money, you know. I mean, absolutely, man. But at some point, you know, you got to realize that you know you you want to be able to get up and walk around when you got you know kids and play with them in the yard and and, and you know just things like that. But I mean, it's different strokes for different folks, bro. Yeah, no, nah, it, it really is. Um, uh, let me ask you this: uh, Is is Carson Wentz going to be available for Week One? You think? Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I'm I don't talk about. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm I really not here to talk about other players' injuries. Um, all I can do is talk about me and the team, man. I'm, I'm very sorry about that. Oh no, not 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 at all. Look, I mean, you, look, you guys won the Super Bowl. You have Nick Foles, who is obviously a, a great backup. So you guys are you guys are fine in the quarterback department. Um, I, I know Carson was obviously you know is a huge part of the team and in, in you know your future at QB. Uh, and I, I thought I'd throw it out there because I enjoyed watching him play. Uh, he's he's one of those guys that's he has that grit like Brett Favre. Like he reminds me of an old school quarterback. Do you get that same feeling with him? He's great. He's great, man. He just got married this past weekend, and uh, you know, um, um, he's he's a great guy to be around. He's you know one of the young leaders on the team that you know obviously our starting quarterback, and uh, you know I love being around him. I love hearing his voice, and uh, right now I don't think I think you know his motivation right now is just you know it's out of out of the roof. Um, I mean, he's you know he know that you know that his injury is 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 a process, uh, but you know his, his I think his his mind his mindset right now is you know, to get back and, and, and be the best Carson he can be. Uh, and, you know, we all know that, that he will, that he will be. Yeah. He's, I think he's going to be a superstar for a long time in this league. And you, you guys, you guys got a good one uh, in that guy. Cause it's hard, man, to, to find a, a good quarterback, you know, ask the Cleveland Browns um, that obviously, but uh, do you follow the draft pretty closely? Like everybody else? Nah, not really. No. Nah. No, no draft day parties. No, no, none of that. Like, yeah, looking to see who the new guys are coming in. No, nah, I mean, he's, obviously, you see them when they get there. You, you do see, you know, I do follow on Twitter or something like that. See who we drafted, and uh, um, and you know, you see them when they come in. So uh, that's how that's how it is. <laughs> I, I like the fact that you treat it like a prisoner's mentality. No, nah, we'll see them when we get in. 
Whenever they get in, they'll get in, the new guys. Uh, and then you're done with it. Me, personally, like, I, I'd be dying to see it. Nah, you see when they get in, man, they're rookies. And, you know, I was, I was once a rookie, so um, I know how they'll feel. And you know, they'll be feeling their way around things. And, uh, I mean, I mean, you, know, you just got to just sit back and, you know, watch them learn and, and, and grow. Sure. Uh, are, you in, are you into fantasy football at all? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, how about your teammates? Do they follow it? Uh, I don't. I don't even know. I honestly don't even know. Because uh, it's one of those things where, like, the fans in particular talk about it all the time. Where it's just like, all right, great. Like, I, I can tell you, like, Philadelphia Eagles. You're my dude. Like, you, you'll be. You're my defense that will be coming off the board first. Uh, do you get a lot of fans <laughs> coming up to you in public talking to you about that? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I just try to change the subject when they start talking about fantasy football because I think some people take it a little too serious. But you know. Um, the players or the fans? The fans. Because <laughs> I, I had a guy from the Green Bay Packers on a few weeks ago, and he said he was into it. And he was just like, look, man, I'm, there was times during the game where I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers throws that extra touchdown because I know I've got him on my team, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, the whole fantasy football thing is I just think it's just for the fans to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Look, it, it helps sell a lot of jerseys. I, here's my take on it. It sells a lot of jerseys, and it, and it helps people find teams that they might not necessarily have an interest in. Uh, like like me, for example. Like I, I would never watch a, a Jacksonville Jaguars game, per se. Um, I would now because they got you know pretty decent in the last year or so. But uh, before that, it would have been a stretch without fantasy football. But as they got good this year, I, I found at least that, you know, because I had had a couple of their guys in fantasy football, I at least watched them play and I thought, all right, some of these young guys might, might do pretty well coming up. So yeah. that, that, that's my take on it. Um, right. so, some people take it a, a little too seriously, but uh, I, I didn't know if, if uh, you know, guys in the locker room sat around and were like, man, uh, I appreciate you, you getting that, that, that last sack. That really took me over the top in fantasy this week. Right. No, I mean, it's... I mean, you, you stroll through Twitter and you see it and you see a, a bunch of different things. And, uh, and, and as a professional, you have to look over it. And, uh, I mean, if it's, I mean, sometimes you got trolls on, on Twitter and all types of social media trolls. So, but sometimes you troll them back and let them know that, that you are human and they are human too. So yeah, it's kind of how you, how you handle things. I, I, how do you enjoy social media as a player? Because, you know, I think I think it goes back to what you said. Fans kind of take uh, fantasy football seriously. Fans on Twitter, like it's just you're behind a keyboard. You can say whatever you want. You're kind of just a mindless thing at that point. They can throw at anything they want at you all the time. Does that bother you? No, nah, no, nah. it don't bother me. Do you pay attention to Twitter and Facebook uh, a lot? I mean, you look at it sometimes. You just have to look over it. I mean, you see people trolling and. I mean, I mean, we're grown men, so I can tweet. I feel, I feel like I can tweet and and post anything I am uh, that I feel like I can as professional, you know. Sure. And what, what people think about it is not really relevant to to what I'm posting. So I really don't even care about sometimes what people think because at the end of the day, it's about you know what I feel is right and what I feel is wrong. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, let, let me ask you this: when, when the schedule comes out, uh, that opening day that that schedule comes out, do you look at that from top to bottom and start studying it immediately? Uh, no, I just take it game by game. Really? So you, you, yeah, you just take it game by game. You just you, you never know what happens. You know, I mean, you just you never want to get too far ahead of yourself. I mean, I'm, I'm 
I'm a player, and I mean, I think the, the I feel like the coaching staff they 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 do all of that and uh, and you know prepare. But at the end of the day, we still got to play one week at a time. Yeah, so you you don't look at like a, you know week seven and and see X on there and be like, all right, cool. I, I my buddies are on this team, or I like going to this city. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. No, I just try to keep it as professional as I can. Um, you know, when I'm, you know, I got buddies that play on teams, and you know, I see them before the game, or I see them after the game, and you know, we we're both there to to compete. Uh, and you know, we go to different cities, but you got to think about it. We're in those cities about, you know, no less than forty eight hours. Uh, so you, you're there for a reason. You're there to, you know, to take care of business and get out. Everything, every game, every game is a business trip. Sure. Who who would you say is some of your best friends around the league on different teams? I got a lot of good friends, man. Jerry McCoy. Um, you know, I talked to Aaron a little bit. Um, obviously, all my teammates that I played Mississippi State with, KJ Wright, Pernell McPhee, Darius Slay, Gabe Jackson, um, you know, guys, Kyle Love, guys of, of, like that, you know, when I see them play, you know, when I play against them. So, I mean, you know, you got a lot of friends that you, you know, that you, you know, a lot of guys, people that you meet and also become real good friends. Sure, sure. Uh, has there anybody like a younger than you, like a, a rookie that's hit you up for advice uh, on coming into the league? Uh, no, I mean I've talked to I've talked to a few to a few players. Um, I think uh, younger guys, I mean, Sally Thomas. Uh, I talked to him, you know, right after he got drafted, and you know, right 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 in the midst of things, asking how things were going, um, and that's basically because we got the same agent. So, um, I mean, just talking to him and you know, let him know that it's going to be ups and downs, and you know, things things of that matter. But you know, every like young guy that comes on our team, you know, I try to you know show him the way, which is you know I feel like is the right thing. Yeah, I, I was I was a little surprised uh, Hard Knocks didn't come after you guys this year to do Hard Knocks on HBO. Is that something you'd want to do? Nah, that's <laughs> not something I want to do. Nah, I just play it's a big media mess, and you know I think that you know our team would be focused on you know um, being the best team that we can be. L- let me ask you this uh, last question: How do you think uh, Mississippi State's going to do this year in college football? I mean, we'll be. Uh, It'll be, um, I mean, we've got new coach Joe, Coach Moorhead, um, you know, uh, going in and um, it's his first season. And I'm looking looking to see what he can do. Um, I feel like the, the Bulldogs will do really good as they have been doing the last couple of years. Yeah, they're SEC. So where do you think they'll end up in the conference? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, every team is on up right now. So, uh, you know, obviously, as, as my alma mater, you want them to finish number one. Uh, of course, and, and that's every year. And, uh, and I know that they, they'll go out. And, and SEC West is a is a competitive um, conference, you know, competitive side of the SEC. So uh, I think that um, you know we'll, we'll do really good. Yeah, I think so too. You always have that sneaky good team where you'll pull off like one or two huge upsets a year, and you'll be like, "Who was that? Oh, it was Mississippi State." And you're like, "God, those guys again." Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll be we got guys. And- you know, I know those guys are hungry and ready for it. Yeah. Well, look, uh, Fletcher, I appreciate you being on the show today. Um, I'm a big fan of you. And, and, and whether you like it or not, I'm drafting you in uh, your defense and fantasy football this year. And I'm look, I'll be sending out tweets to you if you don't get that sack at the end of the game. Like, I'll be that fan. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> I appreciate you doing the show. And best of luck this season, my man. All right. Thank you, bro. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.